Welcome to the show both feared and revered by Man and Beast, the Helios blog. Today, a motivational speech by none other than Andrew Tate. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. When the prison riot comes, if you sit on your bed, you're not going to end up out of jail. The prison's not going to collapse all around you and you just stand up and walk off. You have to do something. Yep. So anyone who's saying they struggled this year, I believe that you had the opportunities. You didn't act how you should. And when the burden of proof is on you, you must now then sit and say, well, what lesson can I learn? How can I change 2024? And it's very simple. In 2024, you can't afford to miss a chance. You need to be a hero. 2024 is the hero's year of you watching this a percentage of you are going to live the best life you've ever lived in 2024 a percentage of you are going to escape and find financial freedom and along with it geographical freedom and along with it the freedom to speak your mind because you're no longer controlled by the matrix but a percentage of you indeed you're going to stay stuck exactly where you are not because you have less chances than the people who escape quite the opposite because you refuse to act on the chances which are given to you you are sitting here right now watching a stream from billionaires who are going to give you advice and you can either act on that advice and change your life or you could refuse to act and then sit and message us again on the next new year yep and yep. say oh, it was a hard year i'm struggling of course well yeah because you're not taking the steps to get where you want to be you're struggling because you're refusing to work and you're refusing to act you know and it's supposed to be a struggle it's supposed to be a struggle, and that's why, you know, video game culture and participation trophy culture has all these people believing that it's all going to be fine, and you just follow the steps, you're going to have your prize, and you're going to win. And uh, video games, as difficult as some of them are to play, are designed to be won. Each level is constructed by somebody saying, okay, we're going to make this challenging, we're going to make it difficult, we're going to make you have to push a certain combination of buttons at a certain time to win this level, but this is what happens when you win. It's designed to be won. Life does not work like that. If you fuck up in life, you die. You die, you go broke, you end up homeless, you end up as a quadruple amputee. You get fucked in life. And there is no participation trophies, and no one has designed life to be easy to win, or even possible to win. You are struggling every single day against the world. Yep, against the world, against the tide. And if you aren't struggling, then uh, there's no chance even of you, uh, of you winning. World. And against everybody else. It's we're in massive competition. Absolutely. We're going to cut the Twitter feed now. We're going to move over to Rumble exclusively on Rumble at Tate Speech. Do I have to play Mr. Producer again? Should I? I no, you shouldn't. You sure? No, you shouldn't. All right. Let's just carry on then. Let's not. Sorry, we're skipping this. You know who agrees with us, Tristan? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson agrees. People say poor guy. That insults me. I despise sympathy. So I screwed up. I made some mistakes. Poor guy, like I'm some victim. There's nothing poor about me. People say poor guy. That insults me. I despise sympathy. I love that. So people message us, oh, I've had a hard year. What do you want us to feel sorry for you? We don't feel sorry for you. You had opportunities. I'm not some victim. There's nothing poor about me. That is a winner's mindset. Yep, exactly. You've chances this year. You're breathing. You're sitting there. You have food to eat. You're inside of a building, which is heated, most likely. You're alive and you're breathing. You've had plenty of chances. Yeah, what I'd like to say, I'd actually like to bring another one of our personal friendship group mottos into 2024. And I want to have more people saying it. It's a saying that we use to inspire 
strength of mind in our own group of friends. There's a reason I live with my brother and I live with a few other key alpha male characters who I adore and love like brothers. And the reason is because we all keep each other sharp. We all keep each other in check. Iron sharpens iron. And one of the things that I think I invented, which I think is absolutely beautiful, and you should all start doing it to your own friends, is this quote. Andrew, complain that your uh, coffee's too hot. My coffee is a lot like me. It's far too hot. What do you want? Therapy? What do you want? <laughs> therapy. Now, oh, I had a hard day at work. Oh, no, my girlfriend's arguing with me. Oh, man, I'm really tired. I didn't sleep enough. What do you want? Therapy? And the reason I say this to my friends is actually to make a very profound point. You sitting there and talking to me about how sleepy you are isn't going to fix anything. This isn't a therapist's couch where you're going to lay back and talk about how sleepy you are and you're going to hear some magic words from me that are going to fix your problem. I don't care if you've argued with your girl. I don't care if you've lost your job. Sitting there and bitching about it to your friends is just dragging them down and you're dragging yourself down by extension. And when you all... Right, exactly. I, I never even considered that. But the idea is you are the energy you bring to the room, right? So you want to avoid that sort of energy become this big circle jerk of of, of sympathy it's a circle jerk of sympathy and you all sit around oh man that must be hard for you oh man i feel better you i'm quite tired too yeah i lost my job too what do you want therapy do you want therapy or not because i'll call a therapist otherwise take action it means take action don't sit there bitching about your problems so i want every single young man when you're sitting around your group of friends next time and maybe you're 13 14 just played a nice game of soccer that's what it's called not football and uh someone sprains their ankle and they're saying oh my ankle really hurts what do you want therapy take action and do something about it <laughs> yeah ice your ankle idiot <laughs> bitching about your problems isn't a real thing so I want every single young man right. That's what girls do exactly. Man, to inspire that in your group of friends, talking about your problems isn't going to solve anything. Now, however, people do have real problems, and people have to deal with their real problems. And if you are a friend, please do help your friends out. But if it's meaningless sympathy seeking, hit them with what do you want therapy? Use that one in 2024, the winner's new year. Absolutely. So let's talk about how we're all going to be enslaved shortly and why this prison riot of 2024 is so important. So I'm going to show you a few screenshots from the WEF and their intentions for the future. And you tell me if you believe this sounds like more control over your life and more slavery or less control over your life. So the World Economic Annual, the World Economic Forum's rebuilding trust disaster meeting will be taking place in less than two weeks on the 15th of January to the 19th of January. And these are people who are going to sit around talking about how they can keep you a slave. And they're going to talk about it very openly and honestly. They're going to say things. So we have here where they're going to say, you tell me if this sounds like more or less control over your life. Because remember, if you're, not, if you're not currently rich, if you're not currently important, if you're not living the best life possible, the more control they have over your life, the less likely is you're ever going to achieve that. Achieving security and cooperation in a fractured world. Cooperation, I apologize. How can we effectively deal with security crises, such as the current situation in the Middle East, while at the same time putting the floor under structural forces of fragmentation? How can we identify areas where cooperation is essential to ensure a win-win scenario for us, all stakeholders? When I read this, I see something very simple. How can we effectively deal with security crises? Well, I'll tell you how. By watching everything everybody says, by watching everywhere anybody goes, by making sure nobody says anything or does anything that they don't like because they want to keep you safe security right that's what they're gonna do it's like 1984 exactly 1984 like not even it's not even subtle 
It's exactly that. They're going to push this security. Oh, it's for your safety. Guess what else was for your safety? COVID and masks and the vac- vaccine. Did any of that help you? No. Act. Absolutely. It's absolutely a power grab. And you must be ex- exceptionally aware of what they're going to try and do. Creating growth and jobs for a new era. How can government business and civil society come together around the new economic framework to avoid a decade of low growth? And put- yeah, it's going to be, uh, what, uh, corporatist banks? A co- corporate corporations ruling the world effectively people at the center of a more prosperous trajectory prosperous for who exactly prosperous for you or prosperous for the companies how can we put a new economic framework together that allow our companies to make endless money slavery that's how how can you minimize trade-offs and maximize synergies in a situation where traditional measures seemingly fail simple slavery if you had slave labor would your company be successful would your company make a bunch of money of course it would because the labor is free so they're intending to bring about slave labor all companies i want you to understand something about slavery in general if you were to say to me right now andrew you can have slaves i'd say okay you have to house them you have to feed them you have to give them medical care to make sure they stay alive and then you have to somehow get them to work hard at the best of their ability even though they're not motivated because they're slaves that sounds very difficult it sounds expensive it sounds like a lot of work it's much easier to just pay these people a very low wage in which they can barely afford their own house barely afford their own food so they're still enslaved for a little bit of money barely afford their own medical care but they still have to do everything I say. Wage slavery has replaced traditional slavery. But- That's right. That's exactly right. The The point is, your the, the only way towards freedom is entrepreneurship, really, in, um, in, our, in, in this decade, probably in this century. You cannot do it through a traditional job anymore. Uh, it's, it's simply impossible in the long term, I mean. Because it's easier for the elites to keep you a wagey than it is to make you a slave. If they could somehow make you work hard as a slave without you rioting, they would. But instead, they'd rather just use this wage slavery system. Let's make sure the money inflates. Let's make sure everyone's poor. This is why we always talk about making money to escape the matrix. Make sure everybody's broke. And then we'll just make them wages. Because a wagey is just a slave of another kind. Where we haven't got to worry about actually dealing with their health care, actually giving them a house, We can just give them these few pennies of money we print, and they're still stuck. Artificial intelligence as the driving force for the economy and society. How can we use AI to benefit all? I've got a point. (laughs) To benefit all corporations. Number two, before we continue, I actually want to say, wage slavery is actually an invention. It's a tale as old as time. It's an invention that was invented the very same day where slavery is abolished in the United States. Because slavery, obviously, is a worldwide problem, and it isn't a United States problem. But slavery was abolished in the United States. And the very next day, some very clever, very sinister, and very evil people who wanted to keep people slaves and okay i've got these 40 black people who are my slaves they are my slaves they are my property now they have nowhere to go and i still have this big farm to run slavery is illegal so i'll tell you what kunta kente and family here's what we're going to do you can still work here but we'll pay you you're not slaves anymore but because you are free men and because we're paying you we're going to charge you for food oh you know that place that you sleep in you're going to pay us rent Oh, you want transportation costs? You want, uh, I don't know, whatever, medical care, water. And we're going to start charging you for everything. And at the end of the month, you could save some if you can make it. Uh, the economy's tough. Times are difficult. And <laughs> Disaster. That's when you learn that uh, most people in the rat race are just, are just that. People kept their exact same slaves 
on their exact same plantations for a further one, sometimes two generations with this we'll pay you, you're not slaves uh, rhetoric. So it's actually a tale as old as time. It was invented the very second that slavery was abolished in the United States, one second after the uh, the abolition of slavery. Being a wage is being a slave, correct. We'll pay you money, but then you owe us all that money. And now you're not our slave, technically. And now we're not responsible for you. We're not responsible for actually taking care of you in any way. Because you got money. Take care of yourself. Wage slavery is still very real, and it's coming, especially with the invent of AI. Because AI is only going to be used to keep us all under control. Artificial intelligence is the driving force for the economy and society. How can we use AI to benefit all? Since when have they ever cared about benefiting anybody but themselves? Remember, the people who make the rules... When they say all, they don't mean you or me. What they mean is themselves. Make the all rules corporations the make the rules they do not make the rules for the benefit of the people who don't make the rules how is the divergent regulatory landscape balancing innovation with societal risks how will ai interfere with other transformative technologies including five out of six g quantum computing and biotechnology you probably don't know anything about five out of six g quantum computing or biotechnology and you should understand that this is going to be used to enslave you like absolutely everything else ever is this is what the most important people in the world are talking about and they're making it public knowledge that they're discussing these things in 2024 in two weeks from now they're going to be talking about these exact things and you have to ask yourself have you prepared for any of it do you have any plan of what you're going to do if they decide to use these weapons against you and i can read endless long-term strategy for climate nature and energy how can we develop a long-term system systematic approach to achieve the objectives of a carbon neutral and nature positive world by 2050 i'll tell you how disaster by not letting you drive, by not letting you fly, by not letting you eat the meat anymore, by making you eat the bugs. Secure and inclusive access to energy. Well, the yeah, they can do it, but we can't, is the idea. The way to make sure it's inclusive is to split it up evenly. Oh, there's not enough to go around. You can only have some on Fridays. You can only eat meat on Wednesdays. How do we balance these trade-offs to see, achieve social consensus? How do we make sure everybody agrees and everybody's happy? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to come with a form of communism, energy communism, and we're going to lock everyone down, and everyone's going to be given a certain amount and carbon boss is going to do whatever he wants because he's free but the rest of you are going to be stuck this is all being discussed in two weeks from now from the 15th to the 19th of january in davos switzerland the most powerful people in the world are going to be talking about how to keep you a slave and what they're basically saying is we believe that a prison riot is coming how do we lock down the prison and make it more secure than ever before all the things i just told you are there published plans to keep you in your box and your current box is obscurity and the prison riot will be 2024 and it is your only chance to escape and the reason i say 2024 is going to be a prison riot is for a few reasons on april 11th there's a bitcoin having which is going to be a big thing because cryptocurrency might be disruptive to the entire plan however there are some suspicions that it's actually integrated that doesn't mean that you can't benefit from it even if cryptocurrency in and of itself is part of the integration to enslave you, that doesn't mean you can't benefit if you are prepared, the prepared mind. And on the 5th of November, we have a U.S. election, which is going to be crazy. Monumental. The most important election I think the world has ever seen. And I'm not joking about that. I really am not joking about that. So this year is the year to get your act together. It has to be now. It has to be a hero's year. So when they finally lock up the cells with a lock that can't be broken, you're no longer in it. This year is going to be extremely important. You need to have a winner's new year. You need to have a winner's year in 2024. And we talked about this. In fact, that's the reason I put together my package for people inside of the winner's new year, which started the day after Christmas until the loser's new year, which is at midnight tonight. And I want to make this clear before we move on. 
This is only open until the fireworks go off. I think we have a few hours left. Nine hours left. Once the fireworks go off in Bucharest, we are closing this, and you will no longer have access to this ever again. And it's a one-year program to ensure that you escape. Please understand, if you're locked in a jail, and somebody outside of the jail says, I'm going to break you out. I know how it works. I escaped myself. I was in the jail, and I got out. And I'm going to come back in and give you the map and show you how I got out, show you the path you can go down, show you where the guards are, show you where the hidden tunnels are so you can escape. And you're going to be out in 2024 and not be in the jail anymore so you can have a hero's new year. Here's the blueprint. If you refuse to take that blueprint, then you have one of two options. You can try and work it out yourself, which is the far more difficult way to try and escape under time pressure in which you will most likely fail, or you can stay a slave forever. The hero's new year, which was... 26th of December and the losers new year, which is coming up. This period was for endless work and 2024 can be the best year of your life. If you're prepared to actually understand what is coming for you, they are talking about it publicly soon. It will be too late. This is your last chance. Warning, warning, warning. You are okay. Continues to go because it is the momentum. Okay. Someone, a, a, a producer, yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was someone else. Someone who's producing the show. Correct. A Mr. man. Mr. Mr. No, but Mr. Producer doesn't make mistakes. Okay, fine. So, as I was saying, this year we've had some very prestigious G of the Week winners. We've, of course, had Waifu Watchers. Nice. G of the Week. Nice. We have had Biggs Don from Jamaica. Nice. Uh, I think Putin was one of our first Gs of the Week. I think it was before the special military operation, so don't get mad at me if you're Ukrainian. Um, it's a prestigious title. Maybe the greatest title that there's ever been, G of the Week, on the Emergency Meeting podcast. But we're going to finish this year off with a man who may be G of the Year. He may be one of the coolest people ever, because I intended to make fun of this man, Andrew. There were all these memes with this young white boy, I call him young, maybe in his 20s, maybe early 30s, from London with ginger hair, who looks like he could work at behind the counter at a fast food restaurant. And he was rapping in Jamaican Patois. And I saw all the memes. I was like, who is disaster? Is this clown? And I started looking into his freestyles and he's actually pretty fucking good. Andrew, he's pretty fucking good. And he won me around. I thought, oh no, he's released a song. Andrew, listen to this guy. And then you start listening to him. You're like, this guy's actually all right. Some guy from London. He goes by the name of M.R. That's letter M, D-O-T-R. It's a white boy from London who for some reason raps in Jamaican Patois and everyone was laughing at him. But I... We have the 3D printed meat garbage they're trying to do. This All this diverse quotas, which means that if you're a, a masculine male, you don't stand a chance of even having a good job inside the Matrix anymore. Yep. No white men is the basic premise of this. You have to understand. I'm sorry. Let me get into this a little bit. When there is a advertisement in England, a white country, it is a white country. I'm half black, but it's a white country for police officers. And it says, we need police officers. Are you a woman? Are you of black or Asian? ethnic? <laughs> You can't make this crap up. Minority background or a member of the LGBT community, we'd love to have you as a part of the team. That means no white men, no straight white men. In England, a white man's country. I'm half black, but it is a white country. No white men. You can't be police officers. That's not racism, guys. Is racism, sexism, and exclusion. That's all yep, that is. Yep. So yeah, you're right. I wonder if 
if the news itself was trying to prepare people's minds for the idea of a mass catastrophe, because what they're going to do is Patriot Act you. They're going to hit you with a mass catastrophe. Something bad's going to happen, and they're going to come along, and the only thing that the human psyche can accept the loss of freedom for is safety. Look at COVID. We will take your freedom away, but we will make you safe. That is why they do it. So imagine if people at home watching this show were told on the news that they're planning to do some big false flag catastrophe specifically so that they, they could enslave you with their garbage solution. They'll make you sick to give you the cure, and the cure is also always going to be more control for them, just as they've discussed openly in their Davos plans. I wonder if they were to openly put this on the news, if people would understand how important it is to escape. Oh, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to... Oh, my Lord. No way. Is this real life or is this a TV show? No way! Um, there are a number of cons uh, concerns that I have that factor into that. And not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what uh, concerns me most. There's going to be a big catastrophe. We're too divided in this country. We need to get you all locked up in the same kind of cell. There's going to be a huge catastrophe that's going to come. How do they know this? Oh, we just have this feeling that something's going to happen in 2024, a black swan event. Let me ask you a question. Black Swan event can be them turning off the internet. It can be a disease. It can be a war, whatever. Is your situation going to be better or worse if you are rich? No matter what bad happens, at least having money and having good, important friends all around the world and having network will save you. It, it can't hurt you. They are literally telling you what they're going to do to you. And the reason they damage people like Tristan and I is because we sit here and make it very clear to you and try, try and to damage, you. try they, to damage. They try to damage people like Tristan and I is because we make it very clear what they intend to do. And I want to make something else very clear to you. There's a video I saw today. My brother and I are some of the most famous people on the planet. And we could have just simply avoided all this hardship we're going through. All we had to do was help was stop talking them with their plan. And if you ever wonder how the other famous people get so famous and stay so famous and stay so pushed up by the Matrix, this is a really interesting video I found today with some rather astute observations, which I'm going to let you watch and listen to in full. Please pay attention to this. So Taylor Swift is finally showing you guys who she truly is, and you're still not paying attention, huh? She literally called herself a witch in this tweet. Billboard chart says this is a song for all the lonely witches. Y'all think they're just putting on an artistic act? This woman was on tour going state to state doing live rituals on stage. And nobody's paying attention to it, huh? You're that brainwashed. Pitchforks and proof. Free seats and Ladies and gentlemen, that is a serpent behind her. Y'all waking up yet? Last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch. Indeed. That, that describes 2024 perfectly. Except the world is the sweetheart. 
In that video, she was acting like she was in hell. So yeah, last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch in hell. But are you catching on yet? So a witch in front of a serpent. Let's go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it interesting that Taylor Swift looks exactly like Zena LaVey? Who is Zena LaVey, you might ask? She's Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church. Hmm. <laughs> okay, now, now we're a little bit uh, too conspiracy theory. Building a fan base with children. Then all of a sudden she made a song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Now this is your Billy. Now this is your Billy. And all the brainwash would call it artistic. Little Nas X built a fan base off of children. They blew this man up out of nowhere. Then what happened? Out of nowhere he switched. Next thing we know he's sliding from heaven into hell. Even gave him his own satanic shoe. They had 666 on them. Also, Luke 1018, the verse in the Bible where Satan fell like lightning. So do you guys see the comparison? Right. Stop listening to these artists and stop letting your children listen to these artists. Little do you know you are allowing demonic spirits to come into your household. Because when you play that nonsense, you are coming into agreement with that nonsense. Well, uh, th there is truth to this. Um... Whether it's actually true or not, um, there is truth to this. The idea of the, the cancerous pop music instilling ideas, horrible ideas in, in children. That is, that is absolutely true. Your eyes and your ears are portals. What you let into them is what you're coming into agreement with. 2024, let's be smarter. Let's be more wise. If it's not glorifying God, cut it off. God bless you. The man's TikTok is there. I strongly recommend you follow him. He sounds like he's an intelligent guy. I haven't seen all of his content, but I recommend you follow him on TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I'm, of course, banned. And the reason I'm... Indeed. All right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Artom, and Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian. Shout out to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. If you want coaching, message me at theheliosblog at gmail.com. You can buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. And my Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.